And good afternoon and welcome to the Women's Show. I'm Deb Anderson here with you until 2 o'clock with the finest in music performed by women. And we just listened to a brand new release from Shamika Copeland uh, called Done Come Too Far. And started off with Gula Geechee uh, from Done Come Too Far. And then after that, Americans. And that was from her uh, album, two albums before that called America's Child. And then we heard Too Far to Be Gone from Shamika Copeland. And I interviewed Shamika Copeland this last Tuesday, pre-recorded. Um, she's out in California. And we did about a 25-minute interview um, talking about her brand new album and a couple other things about where she's at. And as far as this is her 10th album, actually, and been performing since she was, uh, well, since she was eight years old. But... Uh, officially signed with Alligator Records when she was 18 years old. Uh, she's the daughter of Johnny Copeland, very famous blues guitarist. So we're going to get into the interview, and then after that I'm going to play one other song, and then around 1 o'clock I expect uh, Ed Rumbaugh to appear and play some jazz for us the rest of the, of the show. So that's what's happening. Um, Shamika Copeland uh, coming right up here, and then after that... Uh, at Rumbo. So it's going to be a good afternoon of great uh, conversation and music here on KZM. I'm Deb Anderson, by the way. So um, uh, enjoy. And once again, thank you, everyone who helped make a, and did a donation to KZM during our fall fun drive. We did reach our goal. We're pretty happy about that. So, all right, let's get into the interview and uh, enjoy. I'm Deb Anderson, and uh, I really appreciate uh, you calling in today. And for our sweethearts and badasses of America and beyond, uh, uh, interview series we do every week on the women's show here at KZUM in Lincoln. And I'm telling you, um, Shamika Copeland, I am thrilled. <laughs> I am thrilled to be talking to you today. Um, you are an award-winning blues and Americana vocalist and I mean, I'm telling you, talk about awards, uh, nominated for four Grammys, which I'm, I'm thinking you're going to win a Grammy here really soon. <laughs> well, I always say from your mouth to God's ears, right? Right. <laughs> I, well, I, done, come to, done Come Too Far is such an outstanding album. Um, I mean, it is just knocks your socks off. And uh, I would hope, first of all, it would get nominated, and and that it would you'd finally deserve the Grammy that you've been working for, towards for so many years. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. I'm really proud of this record. Really, really proud of it. So, well, it's a fantastic album, and um, and you've done tell ten albums actually. Of course, you know since 1998, you started awfully young in the business. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, you did. I can't believe all these years have gone by. Um, to, to have done as much as you have done, uh, and I haven't even gone into any of the depth of the awards and the things that you've accomplished, including the winner of the B.B. King Entertainer of the Year in 2021, and you are only in your 40s. I mean, that's pretty outstanding. Uh, thank you. I don't know. <laughs> 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 All I know is that I'm going to keep on doing this until I can't do it no more. So that's my plan. 
Well, that's that's a really good plan. You're going to be doing it for an awful long time, and I'm thinking you're going to be one of those iconic, uh, great singers uh, right up there with uh, Billie Holiday and uh, um, all those fantastic uh, blues singers. Um, you are going to be right up there. Uh, if you wow. keep going the way you're going, um, I mean, I mean, Washington Post says you're the greatest living blues singer of our generation. I mean, um, I'm telling you, Sharika, yeah, you're, uh, I, you, you've, uh, you've accomplished so much in a few years. And I know, I know you, uh, you started on stage when you were eight years old. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I started out with my dad started around the house you know my dad always sat around the house with the guitar playing and i just sang along with him <laughs> oh did you well your dad mm-hmm. dad was the the great blues man johnny copeland and um your first album which was in 1998 uh and you got signed at alligator uh records back then i uh, was turned the heat up and you did one of his songs Get, uh, ghetto child so that that was a pretty uh activist kind of a song to start off with in your career yeah you know um i didn't realize the song was social like i just didn't even all i knew at that time when i was doing it was that it was kids um it was about kids in my neighborhood so my dad Mm. had done it about children in his neighborhood and his life and then you know 30 years later i'm doing it about the kids in my neighborhood Mm. and i didn't realize until i got older uh, how important the song is. Uh, yeah, it's, it's and it still applies today, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, and it still applies today. So that's uh, that's uh, what's the you know amazing thing about it. Uh, yeah, from 1998. Uh, well, of course, it goes far way farther back, and um, you know, um, done come too far. It's kind of a a package that you started uh i mean you did as you know well this is your 10th album but um you did like three or four with uh uh alligator and they were pretty standard kinds of blues albums and um then you then you you kind of changed you kind of switched up you went to a different label uh telarc um why did you do that well it was just a (laughs) I think I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do, and I just wanted some time and I wanted some space to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I got that. And when I finally figured it out, um, you know, I wasn't sure if Alligator would be into it. Not that I gave them an opportunity to find out either. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just got to change. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of wonderful for me because it was a growing, a growing time, and I really. I really took some time to to figure out what I wanted to do. It was like a four-year gap there. And I went through a lot at that point, you know. Uh, got married. I went to Iraq and Kuwait to perform for our troops. My oh. life changed. A whole wow. lot of things happened in my life. And um, that's why I did that album, Never Going Back to Memphis. And on that album, I did Broken World, which is a song, you know, I, I, I just, I wish I could fix a small part of this broken world. Oh. And um, and then it just kind of went on from there. I mean, I started uh, doing songs about religious hypocrites and 
um, domestic violence mm. and uh, date rape. I mean, just all kinds of different subjects, uh, more serious subjects. And I had a really good time doing that. And, and then um, it just kind of spiraled into this. And then I had another change when I had my little guy. Oh, yeah. um, that's when America's Child came up, came into play. Because after I had him, I kind of wanted to stop uh, complaining about what was happening in the world and start trying to do something to help change it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I did America's Child and on it I did We Ain't Got Time for Hate. And then the second record, you know, I felt like nobody was listening to me. And so <laughs> we did how can, we did on Civil War, right? Uh-huh. And um, after that, I did not realize it was going to end up being a trilogy, but I finished on Civil War at the end of 2019, and all hell broke loose in 2020, because oh, there yeah. was a whole lot of things to <laughs> mm-hmm. to talk about. And, um, and that's how we came up with uh, Don't Come Too Far. Yeah. yeah. You know, you have an amazing collaborator with John Han, or Han. Um, you've yeah, known him John a long Han time. Yeah, since I was eight years old. So John Hahn and wow. Will Kimbrough. I mean, I call it the dream team because we, we're, we're we're all very like minded, and we um, and we definitely uh, have the the same goal in mind when making these records. In the sense of, we're not trying to necessarily just make another record. You know, we really mm-hmm. want to make art. We really want to make something special. Um, I've always said that uh, if the world ended and somebody found one of my records, uh, that it would be a timepiece. They would know what was happening in the world at that particular time. And uh, that, that's important to me. You know, I want to make little pieces of art, you know, not just, not just another group of songs on a record. Well, you've accomplished that. You certainly with uh, Don't Come Too Far. Um, you've got some great people uh, playing on that album, too. Um, Sonny Landreth with a searing guitar. Um, uh, C- yeah, amazing player. I've always loved his guitar playing. He's an awesome guy. Uh, Cedric Burnside, um, Charles Hodges, Kenny Brown, Oliver Wood, which he wrote one of the songs or two of them yeah the dolls are the dolls are sleeping yep another (laughs) intense song (laughs) that Mm -hmm. i mean you really i mean you really cover these incredibly uh issues that nobody talks about well they may talk well i don't know if they talk about them you know there's the me too uh movement Uh, people started talking about these sorts of things and uh um you know, there's uh, Black Lives Matter, but you you really cover the spectrum. But um, I I don't think you're preaching. You're not preaching. I mean, you're just educating when you when you sing this music. Exactly. You know, I don't I don't I don't pretend to stand on a soapbox. I'm not you know political. I think a lot of people like to say, oh, this is very political. It's not political. I think people call anything political that they don't really want to talk about. You know, we're a country that just likes to sweep things under the rug mm-hmm. and not deal with things. And me, I like to deal with things head on. You know, if it's a mm. problem, I put it out there and um, I don't have a problem with that. You know, you're not uh, you're not shy, are you? <laughs> no, no, not at all. I'm not shy. No. And that's because a good thing. 
Yeah, because education is key. It's important to educate ourselves so that we don't make the same mistakes over and over again. Uh, absolutely. Well, you, you dig into the past, you dig into this uh, slavery issue. You've done that on several albums, actually, uh, which, you know, stories that need to be retold. And, on, of course, done come too far. You did Gula Geechee, which is done mm, in Gala such a... Gala Geechee. Mm-hmm. right. Um, mm-hmm. Done it kind of in a tra- tra- traditional kind of uh, percussion uh, instruments. Uh, it, it's a pretty hard-hitting song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's so important for us to know our history, know our culture. I mean, for me, uh, when I learn about these things, I like to put them out there on record, you know, then other people can learn as well. It's important. It's just like doing a song about the Clotilda and talking about the descendants of that ship that are down in Africatown, and, oh, right. you know, off the coast of Alabama. It's all very important. And if you don't talk about it people might forget that this happened and it could Mm -hmm. happen again i suppose yeah um and so your music that's why your music is so important and that's why it really needs to be recognized and i know it has been recognized i mean this this album is uh topping the charts um it's because it's you you have these serious issues but you also you know also have a lighter side because there's a lot of sides to you obviously you're not just mm-hmm. all serious i mean you're, you're yeah your... i mean the one the one good thing about done come too far is that you on this album you can see all sides of me you know every 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 little bit of me <laughs> well, then, and and you know i i must say i love that song that is semi autobiographical uh, about possibly about your husband, but maybe not. Uh, <laughs> fell in love with oh, a honky yeah. tonk guy. Fell in, lo- <laughs> fell in love with a honky. Yeah, it's funny. My husband and I laugh about this. <laughs> laugh about that song because you know he is white, but he's definitely he's not into country at all. He's more into metal. Um, oh yes. <laughs> yeah, and so and he's not um, as the song says. Um, tall, slim, and hunky. Either. He's more, you know, shorter and huskier and hunky. But um, <laughs> but we, but it's it's more fun. It was a whole lot funnier to sing about a country guy than it would have been to sing about a, a metalhead. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a great uh, metal show here at KZM with uh, with the, the metal guy. Uh, but um, he's from Nebraska, isn't he? Mm-hmm. My husband is. Yeah. Well. I'm hoping sometime you come down this way, <laughs> come visit the family. I will. My sister, my sister-in-law lives in Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh my and, gosh! Uh, yeah, and I just love her. She's the best, and she's um she's there. So we're gonna be there at some point anyway, just visiting her. But hopefully, we'll also have a gig because she's been getting on me for years. Like, when are you coming down here? <laughs> Well, you could probably sing any place, and the zoo bar would be a great place. And uh, please, please, please come visit the station and either, you know, sit here and talk with us or, or perform in the studio. We would love to have Shamika Copeland here at KZUM, which is the heart of Lincoln, Nebraska. So um, you wouldn't have to travel too far to get to the station. No, not so. at all. And I have a place, and I have a place to stay too. And there you go, <laughs> and you have a place to stay, and everybody's gonna absolutely love having you around. Um, well, Shamika, a couple things I wanted to mention. You, uh, you're a storyteller too. Um, 
when you're when you and and it's amazing that you tell these stories because you didn't you didn't write it you kind of have this psychic connection with John. Yeah, you know, I always say what's awesome is, is you know, if you have a dress tailor made for you, that's how these songs are for me, which is fantastic. I'm so fortunate that way. Oh, you really are. You, you've got the dream team. I mean, I, when you said that, I said, I was already thinking that. It's like, she's got a dream team. She's got it all going on with her. Um, you know, uh, there's something I read about Gil Scott Heron talking about personal and the political and, and put it together in a unified vision. And that seems to be what you've been doing over these years of recording and playing out there in the world. Um, but yeah, you know, my, my main goal is this. it's all about love, bringing people together and communication and conversations. And I just feel like, you know, at some point everybody stopped talking and started fighting. <clears throat> and, um, and that's what we need to get back to the conversations and actually caring about um, other people and other people's feelings and stuff like that. That's so important um, to get to know one another because I promise you uh, <laughs> that's how you make the world go round, being accepting and understanding of other people. Well, I, I absolutely agree with you. Um, you. You're pretty familiar with radio, aren't you? You, you also do a radio show on uh, Cyrus XM called Bluesville? Yeah, I'm on Sirius XM. I'm on every day uh bluesville yep channel 74. <laughs> how great is that so who do you end up playing all your favorite uh, artists yeah no i mean the show's program because it's 24 hours it runs 24 hours a day and so we have to be w real careful about what we play but um but yeah you know fortunately i love all the people that we play on the show it's all about blues so, oh yeah you know i love that well, you definitely have blues as your foundation, but luckily for you, you're you're not going to be tied down in a box, you know, blues. You, you're going out there and dealing with, you know, different genres, you know, getting all these great people playing your album, like Emmylou Harris and John Prine. And, mm -hmm. um, well, yeah, I mean, it's roots music. It's all American music. It's roots, and we're all connected. So I love playing around with all the instrumentation and having a good time with, with it, you know, fiddles and banjos oh, and, yeah. uh, and all kinds of stuff. We just have a ball. Well, I'm sure, I mean, there's this whole movement of reclaiming uh, uh, African-American uh, roots music, uh, uh, the Black Opry, uh, you know, the, our Native Daughters, Rihanna Giddens, um, uh, Yola, there's... Uh, there's a movement certainly in Nashville, and you recorded in Nashville uh, this album, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of it was recorded in Nashville, some in New Orleans and some in Memphis. Uh, well, you, um, you've been really uh, privileged. I, well, not privileged. You've been, I, you know, the thing about your music do you, I mean, you go out and you are able to tour now, right? I mean, there's been several years when you weren't able to get out on the road. Yeah, um, you know, COVID shut everybody down, but you know, I've been working um, uh, the past year or so, so it's been cool. I've been enjoying going out. 
I don't really go out on long tours because I have a a little one at home. So, but right. I've been going out. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when people hear this music live, uh, I'm sure they come up to you and tell you, "Why you really this this song really changed my life." You know, that's why I do what I do. Um, feedback from people. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a one. I'm a one heart, one mind at a time person, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that's, and I love that. Well, I mean, you talk about domestic abuse, um, that song about, uh, I'm not going to be your tattoo. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's got to be, you know, really hit to home to, to a lot of people who actually listen to the music or, or see you perform live. Um, you know, you're carrying on a tradition that's, for gone on for many years, uh, Bessie Smith, Ma Rainey, Nina Simone, Mavis Staples. Of course, Mavis Staples loves you, by the way. Uh, and I think you're just carrying that torch of uh, African American women who are uh, singing about the truth and what's going on in the world and what's going on with racism, um, what what's you know happening with women in this society. Um, I think you are um, in that progression of, of these great, great women who have uh, made such an impact. Um, and you're so young. You're only 40-something, so you're going to be doing this for quite a while. Do you have uh, projects in mind? Have you been working on some things? No. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited about this Don't Come Too Far, and I'm focusing on that. But, you know, I'm always thinking ahead as also, but... I'm really not sure what I'm going to do next. We'll see. Well, um, it's going to be, well, you've always been able to top everything you do. I mean, everything. And of course... Yeah, I'm in constant, I am in constant competition with myself. (laughs) It's bad. Well, that's got to be a little difficult and a little, maybe a little hard, Mm -hmm. but um, you... I'm sure you're going to do some amazing things. And there's always something to sing about. There's always things going on, unfortunately. Um, um, the other great thing about your music is that you always uh, have a tie to your past, the people who really inspired you, which uh, I assume would be your father. Absolutely, yeah. My dad was a huge inspiration to me, uh, him and my mom, you know, who I just lost August 19th, my mom passed oh, away. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm. And so now I feel like I have both of them watching out for me, my angels. Oh, absolutely. Well, you, you carry on uh, Johnny's, well, your son's name is Johnny Lee. And you always... Well, yeah, my daddy. My daddy's Johnny, my my. My baby's Johnny. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Um, and every and every album you include one of your father's songs. Yeah, and on the latest album, I I do nobody but you. And my dad wrote that song about my mom, which I think is kind of oh wow ironic <laughs> that that's the one I chose to do. Oh, so. that is yeah, it really is. Um, and, and she passed on the day this record came out. Oh, she did. Oh, I'm, so I've been talking about her often, a lot. <laughs> I bet she she was a great support for you for for all those young years when you were out there. Oh uh, yeah, well she was a great support for me until the day she died. She's always been mm. right there. So. 
Oh my goodness, yeah. that's got to be a, a tremendous loss for you. Um, yeah. As all of us have lost our parents uh, as we go older, but she couldn't have been that old because you're only 40. She. Yep, she was very young and she passed, only 70. So. Oh my goodness. But she had health problems, so. Well, um, I'm sorry, Shamika, but um, you're a strong woman um, and you'll carry on the tradition. Um, and you have a young son, which is uh, such a wonderful thing. And, um, you know, there's a couple places you've been doing you've been doing some videos for your for some of these songs which um what which songs have you done come too far you've done a video for that one no you know i haven't done a whole lot of videos um except for you know when i'm live performing i haven't really done any videos oh okay well probably should though well i not necessarily the the music certainly speaks for itself uh there's no doubt about that um well where can we find you out there in the social media i, I you have a great website which i've been to what other places are you at um at shamika copeland um the instagram i have that um i have uh i have um facebook which is my name, Shamika Copeland. Mm -hmm. So you can find me on all that stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, we might be looking for you out there on all that stuff for sure. Um, Shamika Copeland. Um, well, anything else you want to add or anything that uh, strikes you as um, things you might want to discuss besides the fact that we think this album needs to get a Grammy Award? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. I really, really appreciate that. Well, uh, well, hopefully it will happen, I suspect. Um, all right. Well, it's been great talking to you, Shamika. Thank you so much.